0: So episode three starts with Hannah Skyping again with Jessa. She has an extreme case of writer's block that she refers to as the pre-writing phase, which is...
1: I felt that, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) Jessa is like the worst person to Skype with, obviously, because she has the attention span of a goldfish. Um, Oh my God. But it turns out that she and Adam have been seeing each other every day because they've been going they have like a new circle of friends together and they've been going to aa every day
1: i hated is- when jessa showed her butt that really felt like well i mean obviously she has an amazing ass why are you why are you rubbing it, rubbing it and after not listening to a word i said and why are you, why do you have a Eiffel tower on your fridge why do you have a red kitchen?
0: What it, is it? Shoshana I didn't like is, it's Shoshana's about kitchen.
1: Oh, okay. Good That's why know. she has the an Eiffel Tower. tower. <laughs> I was like, this does not feel in character. But no. she uh, yeah, did do know. a
0: behavior that drives me absolutely crazy on FaceTimes and phone calls when people have music on in the background. Like, turn yeah, it off. You're on. on the phone. Like, that drove me crazier than the butt did full disclosure she has
1: she has no no facetime manners yeah um but hannah and elijah end up going to a poetry party with like the most annoying people you've ever seen
0: (laughs) yeah i need to say something like we talked about how bad hannah's outfits have been this episode but this one was just simply dreadful like more easter prints and patterns but like completely clashing like A sweater vest over a long sleeve, like button down blouse (laughs) is always going to look like Ellen DeGeneres to me. And I just I I and she would when we see when she like hops over the couch that she's in like yoga pants underneath all this, like I was Uh, not pleased by great. It's a
1: great bit of physical comedy, though, I will say like constant butt crack.
0: The couch, um, the couch flip over is a maneuver I have pulled myself many a time, so I did feel oh. very represented in that. It, but it's only, in, in my defense, it's only when a coffee table is too close to a couch, and you're in the middle. Does what that mean do? yeah. spatially? Yeah, like you have to like vault over, but not all of us are Sean Johnson, Lena Dunham's not Sean Johnson, so like you know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to do that gracefully.
2: For sure. But, <laughs>
1: um i also love elijah taking up photography like party photography asking the guy who hit a bong to do it again because the he said something like the the playful heart that the smoke made went away do another bong hit (laughs) he says um he elijah said he was so good at selfies that he decided to turn the camera around (laughs) which i thought was a great line too
0: now, this is um there's a very specific phenomenon of a gay guy moving to a small midwestern city and immediately thinking he is the king the the, per- <laughs> the specific person i'm thinking of like will never listen to the show in a million years but i'm thinking about like the most like visible gay guy at my undergrad moving to madison wisconsin and immediately like becoming mayor of the city somehow like this is what elijah in iowa city felt like to me more palatable elijah more palatable but still like i was like i've seen this pattern before and it's uh not not a good one i'll say that not a good one
1: yeah he like realizes that you know you're like a nobody in new york city like you're a small fish in a big pond most of the time and He, i guess gets a taste of the small pond life and feels Mm -hmm. good he also says that he stopped dancing he's not dancing anymore and he's never been happier and writing you know might not make hannah that happy which was kind of a, a sad thing to hear but like a you know a good point
0: yeah definitely a good point like i did like him saying that like sometimes dakota fanning doesn't want to be dakota fanning either and hannah says uh being Dakota fanning is amazing you get so many free boots (laughs) (laughs) another
1: amazing line
0: oh all I was gonna say is like all it takes is like one like really horrible experience to really reframe your life's passion I think like the writer's workshop has done nothing but like disabuse Hannah of the notion that she should become a writer like she sees like mm-hmm. all of her worst tendencies reflected in others and making her own tendencies worse like it's just like it's a self-defeating cycle and you know it's hard to hard to see her kind of come to that realization um especially lashing out at her classmates like this this scene is oh my God. on on the same level to me as similar like cringe masterpiece scenes of the show like Marnie doing stronger like this this is this was tremendous and I don't really know why people don't talk about this more
1: Mm -hmm. I agree I mean yeah this is what you gestured toward earlier Gabriella about when she says Dorota needs to stop writing about prisons in the southwest or whatever she says um while holding a, a like a a coupe of um, like what what is that blue liquor called? I used to have it in college. Are lot. you talking it's about like blue
0: curacao or hypnotic?
1: It's not hypnotic either. It's oh, uh UV blue. blue wave, blue wave, blue, blue wave. wave. I think
2: that's
1: okay. it. Um, Wait, is it that? I'm gonna look it up. I definitely drank it a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah my my blue blue liqueur of choice was hypnotic, which had that like. You know that like pearlescent powder that people like stir into their drinks on TikTok, like to make it like mm-hmm. glittery, gr- glittery, glittery, glittery and marbly. <laughs> glittery.
2: Um, <laughs> glittery.
0: <laughs> um, and I remember Carmen Electra did a lot of commercials for it when we were in like elementary school, middle school. And I was like, who's Carmen Electra on this? Oh my God, like, yeah. How I learned all mm-hmm. of that. I miss um, her. Where is she? Oh, oh wait. okay, I swear smart.
1: I'll spend it to you. I <laughs> swear though that, red, that is red, called
0: red. in other parts of the country UB Blue.
1: Okay. It's the I same believe that.
0: bottle, same label. It's like a Carl's Jr. Hardee's situation.
1: So super disgusting. Um <laughs> and Hannah is drinking it straight <laughs> and just go starts going around and reading her classmates to filth um what are some of the good ones
0: um i Uh, loved her calling the straight guy john (laughs) update like i thought that was a true read
1: thinks it's a revolution
2: that he hates his parents
0: yeah i love
2: when she says you probably have one ball (laughs) and he's like i have two balls (laughs) So My funny. other favorite read was this was like hyper specific but very funny Um, when she says the other person in the workshop is like writing this like wheaty Bat
0: <laughs> type. <laughs> okay I didn't what is wheaty Bat because I didn't this is this was not a read I was familiar with.
2: So Weetsie Bat was like a YA series like that was about berries or something i don't know it's like a ya (laughs) fantasy like series that follows these girls and it's very um here let me read the let me just read the description
1: we'd see that i'd never heard of it either
2: okay Weetsy Bat is the debut novel of France, Francesca Lia Block, published by HarperCollins in 1989. It inaugurated her Dangerous Angels series for young adults. The narrative follows the adventures of the eponymous character Weetsy and her best friend Dirk, as well as their friends and relations. And it's like, um, it's got a lot to do with, you know, identity and coming of age and okay. love and like this sure. very kind of tender, tender and arty. I guess you would describe yeah. it as, but it's also YA, so it's not that sophisticated, which I think right. is
1: limited. so. Yeah, right. She says you're calls him a tragically hip gayian with <laughs> with manic pixie dream girl bullshit. In addition also- to
2: weetzy bat. I don't find him tragically hit. He's wearing a surfboard. No, shirt. yeah, yeah he's that was a funny. Beyonce he's <laughs> on like a tap. He's on like an iPad, and it's like 2014. tragically hip. Like maybe yeah. now you can be on an iPad, but yeah. that's not very hip. Uh, Wait, he gets called a hepcat in this episode. All I have in my oh, notes is just hepcat. Lol.
0: Ray gets called a hepcat by Desi off-screen, and that's why Ray has a grudge against Desi, which really like <laughs> felt oh true. Oh my gosh. The insult of Hannah's that made me really laugh um, was her calling Logan a bad mood Millie, which is, like, absolutely (laughs) the kind of thing where you just, like, you have to insult someone because it's the only person you haven't talked about yet, but, like, you've just completely Mm -hmm. run out of things to say, and you just, like, it was so funny to me. And then to DR
1: d august i don't remember exactly what she says but she's like you're like you're like not from the hood you're from a like upper middle class family something along those lines and then says can i see your criminal record which is a crazy thing to say out of pocket out
0: of pocket out of pocket um and then that's when she like everyone is just like staring at her in silence because like what else can you do and that's when she does her couch climb um her crotch is like in diagas face and he's like he's like
2: holding up his hands against his face being like get it get it away like horrible i um... i feel like an i feel like a conservative ancient woman when i watch hannah's behavior (laughs) like i'm like stop being such a troll like you are no i yeah. like a troll in the internet that's like a disgusting physical troll and like right. the she's like scrawled scrawled the fucking out
0: or... out. it's crazy to watch it too after like season three is the season of more or less hannah getting her shit together um kind of figuring out herself figuring out her relationships her, her style like all that and then the minute you take it all away from her and put her in another location, she just regresses to season one Hannah all over again. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, I did like that she got her bike stolen again after chaining it oh up three times and she has to ride home with a Mennonite <laughs> in, a, in a horse and buggy.
2: Horse and buggy. Oh. Which wouldn't, not to be that girl, but the Mennonites don't live in Iowa City. They live outside of Iowa City in a town yeah. called... Kelowna yeah, so you don't I see a horse really and buggy still? in town well maybe there are some Mennonites here I shouldn't say that but you know the, the, the true horse and buggy users are 20 minutes away uh but I did think the bike thing was funny because I had these like horrible neighbors who I hated because they were just very rude like they were just rude and we had a lot in common so it was strange that they were so unfriendly mm-hmm um and one time the bitchy woman's bike got stolen from our house and then it was like a very expensive bike and then she bought another bike and then that one got stolen (laughs) oh my god which isn't funny like I felt bad for her but it was kind of funny I, I
1: one time heard a story about a person who um like was very post happy on social media like someone who posts a lot and posted about getting a new dog and then like very soon after getting that dog, the dog was um like eaten by coyotes. Um <laughs> and then and then she got another dog <laughs> who was also eaten by coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> and she had like she posted about it like in succession.
0: Oh my god.
1: Isn't that crazy? Well that's where was she um, living? Somewhere in California. Yeah,
0: it right? must be. Like, LA and LA, I people right. get their dogs eaten all the time. Like,
1: yeah. do you
0: <laughs> remember the saga of Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs getting kidnapped?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: that happened apparently because the dog sitter, dog walker, like some WeHo gay, had, like, posted on Instagram stories that he was, you know, walking Lady Gaga's dogs. Oh. One of whom is named Miss Asia, which is still to me the craziest name for a dog. Oh, no. Of. But like, um, she, they, he got shot in the fucking chest. Like <laughs> The dogs got kidnapped and they got returned. But like that, like, oh let this God. be a cautionary tale. Like you why? cannot post any of your belongings on social media. Do not post your address. Like that's how Dorit got robbed on Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. In uh, the information age. Nothing is safe.
2: We live yeah. in the information age. Everyone knows everything about everyone. That's true. That I is know what's so precious kidding. about girls, though, is it does feel like it exists in this... It, it's so funny to think, like, it's not that old, but it feels ancient when I watch it. Yeah. And it's not just the style, like, that blue purse that Marnie has in this episode. <sighs> that, like, hideously <laughs> ugly, like, cerulean blue purse is, like... Yeah so disgusting and so like 2010s like early 2010s yeah.
0: yeah I then... remember it was a full Pantone color of the year they called it like electric blue or something and I was like of Ugh. course she would have like a Pantone color of the year as purse like awful
1: god bless I mean she's um,
0: hot but she also looks like shit yeah, yeah she looks like, like shit <laughs> no, like, <not> like, <laughs> whatever I just like it really takes me aback every time like okay as someone who has worked in anr before the record label listening session <laughs> to me was re- in the way that like the writers workshops were not written by someone who has been in the room these were absolutely written by someone who has been in the room like the teeny speaker like playing like a demo out of someone's iPhone like three r- label execs who have like zero interest in the music at all being like and then like yeah. saying like I got gooseies to the end and like all the couches look like that. Like they're all these like rounds, like or like even worse guitar pick shaped glass coffee tables. Like it was too real. Like too real. So funny.
2: Wait. Yeah. The part where he's like, what's the sex like? <laughs>
1: oh, that really killed me. I,
2: <laughs> I
1: was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're really disappointed when they reveal that they are not dating. Um while Desi like rubs her back the whole time. Oh god. I, this this whole session really is horrible.
0: Yeah. And he's like twirling the back of her hair and Oof. then he's like, No, we're not together. And you can tell like all the like label people are like, like
1: what the you fuck you freaks.
0: Like what's going on here? Uh-huh. Um Marnie trying to bum a cigarette in tanking the vibe of the whole meeting because obviously like none of these like RCA records people are like walking outside to smoke in the middle of Midtown in like a meeting like it's just not it's not realistic and mm-hmm. like Desi calls her in for it in a way that I was like yeah you should because that is a lame oh, behavior
2: I love that you said calls her in I'm calling in I'm You're not calling out.
0: So him.
2: I mean I find Desi to be like I would push him into traffic yeah
1: rightfully so
2: I think I've called so- like so many people disgusting in this episode and I'm sorry Like I'm not actually this hateful but he's like
0: he's so purely evil yeah he is the most reprehensible character on girls I feel like very comfortable saying that and mm-hmm. like when he called her a Bella that push into traffic moment number one and then when oh yeah with the accent too like just awful awful (laughs) awful. and then what is his accent
2: is he like kind of fake irish like i don't understand
0: he definitely saw the movie once and was like i'm gonna make this my whole thing and him saying that monogamy is quote a very specific cultural practice made me truly (sighs) laugh out loud because i think i have heard guys I've dated say that to me too like basically verbatim oh, just like,
1: like gas light oh horrible 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 I love yeah, their whole a- kind of breakdown on the sidewalk cafe in midtown
0: yeah like old it's, really, is up-
1: it's hard
0: I will say the Marnie's line about her being like I know what I want and you're not it with the CW music behind it felt I did I couldn't tell if it was intentionally supposed to feel very like one tree hill, but it really mm-hmm. did in a way that almost took me out of it a little bit. But that's also exactly the kind of thing that Marnie would say to think she's like getting the last word. So Yeah. You know, and, I don't know.
1: And also she would say it because she thinks her life is like a CW show, you know. I know her- what I want and you're not giving it to me.
0: Her life is a movie. <laughs>
1: It is her life a movie. Um, Marnie okay. says that she wants to keep. Oh, right, Gabrielle. No, I, I really love that
2: something. the season starts with like him eating her out, like from behind. Oh. <laughs> that's like the beginning I, of the season.
0: Yeah,
2: it's like, and you're like, person. okay, there we go. Like, i a bad decision that's grounding us in <laughs> <the> next season. <laughs> He's a mess though. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, he didn't.
0: No. But like Marnie debriefs with Ray. Their relationship is so weird. And he he's like, you know, you've made a good choice when your romantic life like you made this decision that's actually gonna be beneficial for you and good on you for being wise enough to see that. And immediately she like jumps on top of them because she just like is so codependent and yeah anyone who's like low. sneezes in her direction and says like excuse me like she just is like oh so chivalrous like it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad for my girl it, it doesn't get better until the end of next season but like I don't know how much more of this I can take like we might just have to start skipping the Marnie sections because <laughs> it's like
2: You're not doing herself any favors nope Wait, we haven't talked about Jessa and Adam hanging out. Oh yeah, let's sorry, get I don't mean to, to skip ahead. I'm not, I'm not like the host here. Let's
1: just... let's do Shosh real quick, and then oh, yeah. Jessa.
2: Sorry, because Shosh has a
1: pretty quick, um, yeah, quick situation here. She just has this job interview as a cardigan buyer at Ann Taylor Loft. Um, that's just so funny. I, I really, really love that for her.
0: No, it was so funny. Her like little hair clips. um, She was also in like some kind of like sweater vet. It's like in a way that her style is not usually like, it felt like very like juvenile professional, which is how I used to dress for job interviews too, like when I was 22. Um, I felt so bad for the interviewer though, because you could tell like they were actually vibing and having a really good time. And then when Shoshana's, was like actually i'm not taking this job this is just a trial room Ugh. for um jobs
1: i actually want
0: yeah i i felt i was like girl like it's hard to get a job we all yeah. know it's hard to get a job like you can't like burn a bridge like this like no in, one thing that interviewers don't like actually is radical honesty like that's not like a pro, like i would say that's our actively not a uh a trait that professionals are seeking in employees. Like not
1: at all. No. Like, oh, she gets way too comfortable. I mean, it's also reminds me of when Hannah had a very similar situation with an interviewer, uh, where she was getting a little too jokey. Do you remember that? And she yeah. makes a rape joke. And he says, yeah, and We don't one. really do that here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I did think it was really funny when the interviewer tries to give Shosh back her folder full of resumes and Shosha's like oh no that's for you and then the little like the scene ends with like the interview trying to like shove it in her desk or whatever I was like
2: <laughs> uh, great
0: physical comedy yep not enough Shosha's um, episode okay now should we get to Jessa and Adam
1: let's let's get to Jessa okay. yeah Jessa and Adam are in AA together um, and they seem to have been like very chummy since Hannah left um, just kind of bonding over their same like mutual abandonment similar situations um at one point jessa says she quote-unquote hates relationships between white people when adam is saying if he doesn't know if he should throw out hannah's old magnets um she's also wearing like a shirt that says like iced tea og gangsta like she's really experimenting <laughs> with
2: uh cultural appropriation
1: (laughs) or something part of
2: jessa's sobriety is like convincing herself she's not white because also when the cop like accosts her after she pees she's like that was stop and frisk (laughs) and it's like that's not stop and frisk (laughs) honey you were pissing in the street like it's illegal
0: outside the (laughs) sorry, not like
2: fuck cops and like we should be able to pee where we want but (laughs) no (laughs) no right
0: outside the police station later she calls them pigs and the popo like interchangeably and i'm like <sighs> you, what kind of Looks struggle like do you sh- think you're fighting here <laughs> like yeah it's not,
1: come on not
0: the one you think you are um i also thought it was so crazy that so like this for people who don't know like the structure of like aa and a lot of the, like these kind of addiction groups is they're more religious than you might think they are um so when just was like yeah i told this addict that is like hitting on her to replace jesus with her name and now i'm the only stand- thing standing between him and a crack pipe. i was like you have actually ruined this program for him and you should probably he should probably like, like, jump off go the to building. another one yeah like yeah that, oh my god it was so she is just so like casually cruel to people it was like when in season three when she like Hooks up with like Danielle Brooks after calling her a lesbian, like in like the rehab session or whatever. Like she just like mm-hmm. cannot make it a safe space for people. But I
2: mean, uh, Jessa is so I think that's why, like, in rewatching, I find her just so repulsive because like that last moment when Adam walks away from her and is like, I can't be around this. And she's like, But I need you, like I need friends. I'm just like you're so empty like you're just Mm -hmm. this like sad person and like you're fun and you're funny and you're hot but like you're completely
0: yeah yeah she's like a flat tire I think she like needs Adam in her life though because he's the only person we've seen that's effectively been able to put up a boundary and not to use this phrase again but like actually call her in in a way that feels like deep and not just like hannah being wishy-washy or shosh Mm -hmm. just like kind of sitting there enabling her stuff like like this does feel like a slightly deeper moment and obviously portends a very different sort of relationship dynamic between those two characters that we will see play out later in the show but I thought the like final scene between them was actually really nice I also like found it very true when Adam called her a dry drunk like she's not she's still behaving the same way she's just not using substances and like for her to actually like reinvent herself she needs to make a deeper psychological change Mm
2: -hmm. yeah maybe I'm being like I think I'm just like I don't know maybe projecting a little bit, but I I think that Jessa is uncomfortable in herself entirely, which might sound super obvious, but like the kind of person who literally can't be alone, literally can't sit with like a second of their own thoughts Mm -hmm, because they're so destabilized. But then like the fact that she like uses her power as like someone who seems very you know cool and with it and together to just manipulate everyone else drives me out of my mind Mm -hmm. um and even like with the Adam stuff like when Hannah I don't know like Hannah Hannah asking her about Adam and her just being so casually like yeah so I we see him every day at AA it's Um, like I don't obviously like you're not going to say anything about aa but it's also weird to act like oh it's no big thing when you know your friend is like absolutely thinking about it
0: yeah
1: yeah she's just proving herself to be a terrible friend time and time again and just very very selfish
0: well should we move on to our final segments
1: yeah let's do it
0: all right so gabriella the first question we ask every guest at the end of every episode is which girl are you in these episodes
1: like was there any storyline or even just like moment like drew flopping over a couch that you saw yourself
2: in I mean I guess I'm Hannah like I did go to Iowa and I, <laughs> I have been in workshops where i have like I've been criticized heavily <laughs> um but never canceled and never <laughs> you know but I don't know yeah I guess I guess that's my girl
0: I had a tough time identifying with any of them this week. They all were acting especially psycho to me, so I picked Elijah just because I when I first moved to Chicago, I had approximately a day and a half of feeling like I was like big fish in a small pond, but that passed cuz Chicago is a huge metropolitan area with a thriving queer community and I am exceptional in many ways but in many other ways nothing special
1: that's very um perceptive of yourself i mean i think you're exceptional in every way but
0: that's that's an interesting
1: like kind of reflection
0: i got sunburned from sitting near a window for too long today so i would not say that (laughs) i'm like look
1: at me Look at me. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about sunburn, that I that means nothing. It is it's beautiful. It is beautiful to be sunburned.
0: <laughs> My melanoma can mean anything. So
1: yes, um, I honestly I felt some some Elijah too, but I think for maybe a different reason. I think it's just uh like being new in a community and really feeling yourself and experimenting with photography and then yeah soon realizing that um maybe you're just i mean elijah we don't see him realize that he's missing something but i don't know just something about the the party photography i was like have i been that person like (laughs) and you know probably
0: i did think it was really funny that half the people at that party were bald and had no eyelashes (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> like nice bleached brows
0: yeah you yeah. can find the brooklyn crowd no matter where you go <laughs> like it's, it's wherever really... you go
1: there's brooklyn
0: yeah yeah um <laughs> next segment is fit check which characters outfits stood out the most to you this week immediately i have this one locked and loaded um uh-huh. logan marin ireland's like school girl like like it looked like those like Prada crop tops and like the like khaki skirts and stuff that were so hot this time last year like I loved everything she wore a woman in a headband can be so powerful and she was really just like I loved it every no no it's like fashion icon like Prada watched this episode and was like mm, she's on to something here I
1: honestly I think just Hannah's whole wardrobe stood out to me the whole time. I mean, her awful pink sweater vest, her chevron pajama pants, um the Easter dress that turned blue. So, I think just her her whole co- uh closet.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I mean, Marnie looked horrendous in the first <laughs> episode. We discussed in the second one it was like a little bit better but still bad. Um the huge blue purse I think that I was maybe a little hard on Hannah earlier in the episode so I want to (laughs) like rewind the tape and apologize uh I do feel that when I moved to Iowa from Brooklyn I stopped caring as much about what I looked like (laughs) because a lot of people don't care that much about fashion and that's kind of amazing I wear sweatpants all the time I see my boss at the dog park all the time and I'm wearing like a ginormous pj outfit so Hannah's a fashion icon in this episode I take back everything I said about her wow. maybe maybe, maybe i all have the courage to just roll out of bed and go to class as a
0: 27 year old
1: that's beautiful
0: All right, our final segment, final, final, final segment, is who is the MVP and the LVP of this episode. This was hard.
1: Uh Uh-huh, a lot of losers. A lot of
0: losers. I think in a grand return to, like, our season one tradition, the MVP was Shosh by default. She didn't, she Mm -hmm. did stuff that was out of pocket, but, like, she was the least out of pocket, out of all the people who were out of pocket. And for that reason, she's my MVP. Uh, LVP for me was Hannah. For like, it just, everything that happened in that poetry party scene, I thought was unforgivable. The pajama pants were unforgivable. Um, Yeah, that's, but it was a race to the bottom this week. Marnie was also pretty awful.
1: Yeah, I think um, MVP honestly might be Adam. Like he he kind of kept his head. I mean, actually, no, maybe not, because he uh, also got handcuffed. But he he has pretty good instincts. Other than that, in this episode, um, for like keeping Jess at arm's length, um, so maybe he's MVP adjacent. And LVP, I yeah, I feel like Marnie is you know not uh doing
2: right by god no i feel like adam yeah like i love that last scene between them but adam is also a mess like he's like telling jessa that she's like such a problem but he's the one who decided to fight the cops over this arrest and it's like you're a fucking idiot just stand by take some video on your little phone In case they, like, utilize this, like, sexy white woman, like, on the streets of Brooklyn. Um, And then, so I actually think Ray is my MVP. Mm. Just her calling them out for their dumb bullshit. And being like, you owe me $2,000. Fuck you. Uh, I actually hate Ray most of the time. so But he was kind (laughs) of the hero for me. And then, I, I don't know, LVP is probably... You know, Hannah, like she's trying, like she went, she did a hard thing going far away to try to be good at her craft. But um, yeah, her just shitting on everyone in ret- retribution for them, giving her like even a little bit of criticism was pretty sad. So she's the loser for me.
0: I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I agree.
1: I think that's fair. I Is think it we've crazy all that I said rare points? No, I think you're right. I think, I mean, and he also bailed them out. Like,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, he bailed them out. He paid $3,000 $3, out of his own pocket, which is a far cry from the Ray we saw in season one or two, who was living out of his car.
2: He's growing. He's
0: yeah. growing. I am, I always have loved Ray. So this, too, this is a good Ray episode. Next episode, which I'm very excited about to talk about next week is a great Ray and Shosh episode uh, mm-hmm. that I truly cannot wait to get them to. But we are at the end of this one. Gabriela, thank you so much for being here. This was a treat.
2: Thanks for having me. I hope I wasn't mm-hmm. like so annoying and contrarian to no, this was this
1: mm-hmm. was such a good episode, honestly.
2: I yeah. had a lot of fun. I have been rewatching the show because Julia has been doing you know like has been texting me about it about this Mm -hmm. podcast and I have to say like it's still so funny like the writing is so funny they do such a good job of just completely distilling these narcissistic personalities that I think everyone watches and thinks that's not me but it is kind of them at the same time so it's been fun thinking about it and and watching it again Thanks yeah for me.
0: well okay. thank you so much for being here um quick little procedural note we have never done this at the end of the podcast but I would like to remind people to rate review and subscribe that's right folks rate review subscribe RRS three simple things you can do that make this podcast grow and grow and reach what corporate people call a target audience. Um, we've had a lot of new listeners the past few weeks. We're glad that y'all are enjoying this product that we are serving to you. But a product is only as good as the algorithm that supports it. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Because that's how we get numbers somehow. I Don't ask me how that works. So thank you, everyone. And is that all for this week, Julia? <laughs>
1: i love that i love that i really did i think we need to do that more
0: okay perfect well, do
1: you guys have a
2: theme song no we have like a tiny little uh noise but maybe we should make
0: you we guys should get that
2: dancing on my own or whatever like that really famous girls that's yeah. like, I mean, it's like that like intro that's like, do, 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 yeah. Do, well,
0: when we get $20,000 of licensing money to clear that, um, can't can, you do,
2: can't you can do, do 10 whatever. seconds for free or 15 seconds for free?
0: That is a myth. Um, as someone who worked in music licensing for three years, that it is five seconds actually, which is oftentimes not um, enough like, um, no, not. to be recognizable as a song. So we that's could. Cool
2: it's five seconds yeah that's very yeah. short I'm just thinking about like sup and how they have the La La song but like no one's trying to
0: license that so I
2: just... <laughs> they might have
0: like verbal permission from the artist um yeah but <laughs> okay
2: I feel like also like red scare with that like all the things she said song yeah, like that song wasn't super well known until they started the pod mm-hmm Yeah, I wonder what that's about. I mean I'm sure there's although that song came on at the bar the other night in
0: Iowa City and I was like Oh yeah, no, it was it was like a top 20 hit in the States. It's just not one of those like it definitely did not really have a moment until Mm -hmm. Red Scare. So Thank you, Red Scare. (laughs) Yeah, it is. All the things you
2: said, all the things you said, Okay
0: okay last thing Thank i'll say about me. this album though but well the, the listeners do need to hear this there if you go listen to that Talk to album there is an insane cover of how soon is now by the smiths that i need people to go listen to because it is one of the craziest things i've ever heard in my life so okay okay Looking now we're done all right goodbye everyone
2: bye bye